Well, hello there, friends and family. Welcome back. You're listening to Every Day is a Saturday. I'm your host, Brian Roof. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in so far and taking the time to listen to the show. Hope you guys are enjoying what you're hearing. Um, this episode you're listening to is episode five. It's uh, the, my high school life. We're going to travel through my high school years, so uh, buckle on up. But before we get into today's episode, guys, there's something I always like to do, and that's a little bit of a buddy check. I like to check on everyone, see how everyone's out there doing today. If you're struggling and you feel like you're all alone, know that you're not alone. Please reach out to someone before you make a permanent decision that you can never go back on. Trust me and take it from me. Sometimes at a moment, you can feel like you're stuck and all alone and nothing can go good for yourself, but that's not always the reality. Sometimes it's a mindset. So try to find someone to help you with getting out of your mindset and get down to reality. If you don't know anyone or you're scared to talk to someone, you know, there's a totally discreet number you can call. It's a suicide crisis uh, lifeline. It's available 24-7, totally free. You can directly call right from your phone. You uh, dial 988 and then you're going to press 1. If you don't want to talk to someone, you can text 838 838- 255. Seriously, guys, we always try to be such tough ass people, but sometimes we can be weak and it's okay. But before it gets too bad, get the help that you need so it doesn't get too bad. Just know there's someone out there. You could even reach out and touch me and get in touch with me. I'd be glad to help you as much as I can or just listen. But, anyways, know you're not alone. All right, friends and family, let's go ahead and get right into this uh, episode, which is uh, talking about my high school years. Obviously, uh, we all start our freshman year. My freshman year was uh, the year 95 through 96. And, um, you know, I lived in uh, Palmdale uh, with my mom and stepdad at this time. And I would say my, you know, my high school years were probably my most... uh, you know, consistent with me and stable because I had, you know, I've stayed with my mom and stepdad throughout my whole high school career in the same home and I didn't switch schools. So for the first time I got to stay at the same school, stay with the same friends and grow out of school, which, you know, um, was quite fun and interesting. And as you'll see, I'm going to kind of zip through some of these stories. Uh, it's kind of hard to cover everything. I had one hell of a Uh, life in high school and partying and tons and tons of stories but I'm only going to get into some of them because my gosh I don't want to bore you guys with all of my life (laughs) but anyways let's get into my freshman year so I was signed up to play uh, football of course Uh, I was you know at this point in time I've been playing football all the way you know from the time I was eight years old and um, football was like I had said in some of my previous episodes, it was an outing for me, a way for me to kind of let loose and get rid of some of my built up aggressions and stuff like that. So um, I really took a love into football and I took it very seriously. So 
uh, my freshman year going into it uh, during the summertime, we had practices and stuff like that. And um, we got into hell week, which were two a days. We would do a practice in the morning and then we do a practice in the evening. Well, my mom and stepdad, they both worked and um, where I, I didn't live very far from the high school. I mean, it was, you know, I would say it was a good 30, 40 minute walk. But if you were to drive there, it would be quick in like maybe five minutes or, you know, or so, or maybe eight minutes <clears throat> drive. But uh, I would, uh, you know, because my my mom and stepdad worked, I kind of had to walk or they would sometimes my mom would drop me off over at one of my buddy's houses in the mornings. And the one buddy that she would drop me off with, well, he was a, a good friend that I had met, you know, playing youth football in the eighth grade. And he was kind of, um, you know, more thuggish kind of dude. So, you know, being from my background and kind of from where I was at, I was kind of like, yeah, that's, you know, a good buddy of mine. So he used to go over and hang out with him quite often. And then we would walk from his house to the high school to go to practice because he was uh, on the football team as well. Well, one of these days we I got dropped off to his at his house in the morning and uh, we decide to walk to one of our other buddies' house who also goes to practice with us. And he lived kind of down the street from him and on the way to the high school. So as we're walking, there's this... Um, motorcycle on the outside just like like sitting on a stand uh outside of some guy's garage or whatever and my buddy steve's like oh man i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take that i'm like what he's like yeah bro he's like he's like get he's like run run to uh mauricio's house i'm like what that was our friend's house and i'm like okay okay so i just start running and i'm like oh man so i'm turning around and i, I see my buddy steve he just grabs this motorcycle and he just starts you know running with it and i'm like kind of freaking out I'm, I'm pretty much ahead of him and i'm running and i'm going over to my buddy's house and finally get to my buddy's house and i know that steve had made like a left-hand turn and i had lost him and i made it to my buddy's house because i just beelined it straight there and i was like dude listen man this fool just stole a motorcycle and i'm like he's like what yeah and he's like okay that's crazy so they bring over the the motorcycle. I mean, my buddy Steve finally brings over the motorcycle to my friend's house where we're at. And we're like, oh, my gosh, man, this is crazy. We've got this bike and stuff. And we start learning how to start it. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to drive on this thing and <laughs> mess around. And we decided we were going to drive over to one of my buddies, my buddy's, like, little girlfriend's house. And... um we were going to do it right after practice and all this stuff. So we went to practice, got back from practice, got the motorcycle, drove over to my buddy Steve's um, girlfriend's house. And he's in there messing with his girlfriend. And me and my friend Mauricio, we're out just having a good old time on this motorcycle, driving up and down the street. And eventually it's time for me to go home. And typically I would walk home and I walked home through a desert and stuff like that. And like I said, probably like a 20 minute or so walk. And so I started to head. Um, I was like, dude, I got to get going home. And so my buddy, uh, Mauricio was like, dude, I will drive you on the motorcycle home. And I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. You know, I don't have to, um, I don't have to walk anymore. So hell yeah. So 
I get on the back of the bike with him and we start driving the bike. And as we're driving the bike, we start heading down through this desert path and the bike stalls out. And I'm like, oh shit, dude, what's up? And he's like, oh man, I think we're out of gas or something. I'm like, oh no. And it makes sense, dude, because we're sitting here driving, joyriding this thing all morning after practice. And so, um, my buddy Mauricio, he didn't live too far away from the actual, um, place where we had broken down on the bike on the way to my house. So I was like, Hey, I'll run over to your house. I'll go get your brother and see if he can get us some gas. And he's like, all right, yeah, dude, go for it. And he was like, um, I'll just keep, you know, going this way. So I'm taking the bike, I'm driving the bike or, um, no, do I? I don't. Oh, yeah, I did. I'm I have the bike and I'm trying to make it back to my buddy Marcelo's house. And um, my buddy Mauricio is down the street waiting for me to come back. And so I'm making my way back. And it kind of where I have to go back is where the main road is and everybody drives and stuff. Well, there's this little truck that comes driving and he comes flying and he just turns. I see him make a turn down uh, the dirt road that I'm on with this bike. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. I'm like, who's this? I'm like, and not really necessarily thinking that it's the owner or anything. Cause I'm, I'm kind of forgetting that the bike is stolen at this point. And anyways, this guy and these two, uh, like one was an older kid and a younger kid, but the older guy was definitely way older than me comes out. And the, the older guy just comes hell making at me, man, like throwing punches and I'm dodging and weaving and, and, um, finally kind of like break away from them and they're like screaming at me you know that that's their bike and that we stole their bike and i'm like oh shit i'm the one getting caught up with this stupid ass bike and getting the one that's going down for this whole thing so as they're trying to load up the bike i just take off running back towards where my buddy mauricio was and i'm yelling at my buddy mauricio <clears throat> as i'm seeing him when i'm running i'm like bro run run and he starts running and um <laughs> these guys after they load up their truck they start driving after us well i start cutting through the desert where they can't get me um they can't really drive through it and they i see that they're driving and catching up to my buddy mariso who's making it up to a friend of ours that lived in the neighborhood and um he kind of makes it up into a bush or something and they catch up to him and see that he's in a bush they get out of their car he runs out of the bush and then he makes it over to our friend's house and gets my friend and his brother out and they come out like with bats and stuff and at this point in time i'm making it over to these guys um, from running, you know, from where I was hiding at and I'm just like, Oh shit, watching this whole thing go down. And basically my friend's friend and his brother got those guys to leave us and without any other, you know, trouble. So that was crazy as hell. Um, learned, you know, wow. Shouldn't have ever messed with that bike. I wasn't the one who stole it, but I was out joyriding it and I didn't know it was stolen. You know what I mean? But I did forget that it was as we're driving around being a stupid kid. But anyways, that's one of my crazy stories from my freshman year. Kind of a little crazy introduction into freshman year, huh? Stinking 
you know, still thinking I'm a little thug and shit like that. <laughs> Man, uh, didn't I ever learn from that? Never stole like that ever again. And, um, anyways, uh, my freshman year, um, started wrestling. Um, that was something new I never had done before. Really liked it. Um, and the wrestling team at my high school, they were champions every year, year after year. Um, great wrestling team. So, you know, it was easy for me to, to like the sport. And, uh, I was actually halfway decent at it as well. Um, so, um, I also, you know, because I got into sports and I was really heavily into football and wrestling and the, the people I was hanging out with, I started changing the way I dressed, the way I acted and the way I carried myself because, you know, it, it really wasn't um, welcoming to, to be the thuggish kind of guy that I was and dress all in the baggy clothes. Um, you know, the, the, the people that I was hanging out with and the athletes, they weren't really accepting of that kind of stuff. So, of course, back when we're kids and we're young, we want everybody to accept us. So I liked, you know, sports and I liked that group. So I obviously changed my look and my way and started dressing and looking like them and I'm like, oh, man, Letterman jackets and cheerleader girlfriends. Hell yeah. You know, so that was appealing to me. So I kind of dropped wearing the baggy clothes and kind of, you know, got myself looking more of a little preppy athletic dude. Um, but it was, you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, I think my freshman year, you're just kind of trying to find your way. You're, you're the, the, you're not, you're not the big guy on campus anymore. I was kind of used to being the bigger guy on campus in junior high. Now, you know, being in high school, I'm with all these grown ass dudes and, um, you know, it's just like, you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh. But, um, I had a really good freshman football year and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I got to, I would say my freshman year was pretty good. It wasn't, um, it wasn't too bad. Didn't do a lot of crazy, crazy partying and stuff like that. Right after my freshman year, though, that's when uh, I started partying. We'll get right into that. All right. Well, this next story, it's basically after my freshman year, going into my uh, sophomore year. So it was like summertime. Um, not exactly a story that I'm... I'm actually shocked that I'm going to share this with everybody, but you know, that's what I want this show to be is authentic and, um, transparent as much as I can. And this is a story I'm going to go ahead and share. I'm not going to use names of any sort because, uh, I don't want to <laughs> anyway. So anyways, and, and also if you, if you're sensitive and, um, you don't want to hear some kind of crazy sex story, the story is definitely uh, one you're not going to want to listen to and you can go ahead and skip this part. But anyways, let's get on to this crazy story. So I, you know, I, before in some of my episodes, I talked about living in Tatchby. I had some really great friends that lived in Tatchby. Um, I would reconnect with them and still kind of hang out with them and, and go out and party or whatever with them. Well, my buddy Levi, the guy that I was living with for a while, here I am using a name. I'm not going to use any more names. But I was out there living with my buddy. And, I mean, out there going to visit my buddy who I had lived with previously. And um, he wanted me to go out to a party where it was uh, one of our buddies, his girlfriend's house. And um, 
the mom there, she always like bought alcohol for everybody and kind of let the kid, you know, had partied with all the kids. So I was like, oh, all right, cool, man. You know, like I'll go. So we go over to uh, my buddy's girlfriend's house. And, you know, um, it's just uh, my buddy, <clears throat> his girlfriend, my buddy Levi, myself, and uh, my buddy's girlfriend's mom. All right. Now, she, like I said, had always bought alcohol for everybody and kind of let us all party and stuff. And I guess she was okay with, like, her daughter going in the room with her boyfriend, which was our buddy. I'm not going to use his name. I almost did. But uh, with my buddy. And he, um, you know, he's in there with his girlfriend. And we would be out drinking. And it was me, my buddy, Levi, and my uh friend's girlfriend's mom and um eventually she would go to sleep and i'm like all right cool and so it would just leave myself and my buddy levi out there drinking some beer still and we're at this point in time because we're young i'm sure we're nice and buzzed up and so my buddy levi's like nudging me he's like hey dude you want to have sex with you know the girlfriend's mom and i'm like what I was like, are you serious, dude? He was like, yeah, bro. He's like, don't worry. I'll go in there first, and then I'll call for you. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, yeah, man. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is crazy. So he disappears. And I'm like, oh, no way. This is not going to go down. No way. He comes back out, and he has her with him. And I'm like, what the heck? And he's like, hey, dude, we're all going to go for a drive in the car. And I'm like okay. I'm like, all right, so let's go ahead and get in the car. So we go ahead and get in the car and we go driving off and we're driving and then we're kind of just driving around and, and he starts telling her that she should pull over and stuff. Cause you know, he wants to do stuff for her and, and I'm just like in the back seat listening to this. And I'm like, what the fuck? No way, dude, this is not happening, man. My friend's just sitting there, you know, totally picking up on, my buddy's girlfriend's mom. And I'm like, this isn't going to happen. She's going to totally fucking flip out on us. And then, you know, she keeps driving and she's like, you're not going to do nothing. And like, kind of like, you know, saying in a flirtatious way, she's not saying no. And I'm like, wow, it's blowing my mind at this point. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like, and I guess looking back, I'm thinking, man, this motherfucker must have done this before with this lady or something, because there's no way you could just feel this uh, free and, and comfortable to do all this. So anyways, we're back driving and, and he finally gets her to pull over and he puts his hands in the middle of her garage or whatnot. And I'm just like, what? And she like leans her seat back and, and she's like her head's back and she's like, starts to like grab my leg. And I'm like, Whoa, I'm like, this is what the hell he, and he gets on top of her and, Oh my gosh, man, he starts going to town on her and I'm just sitting in his back seat and she's like, like, you know, groping me and I'm just sitting there like, wow, I can't believe this is going down. So I'm just sitting there like a eager, eager kid, you know, I've only had sex once at this point in time and I'm just like, my turn, my turn, you know, and so when it gets to be my turn, I'm like super like nervous and freaking out about it and I keep like asking questions and kind of 
when I go to go do it, I kind of, we kind of stop because of me getting so nervous, I believe, and everything. And I'm just like, man, maybe we should go back to the house. And I know my buddy had to get home at a certain time, and I think we were already running late. And so um, I chickened out kind of at this point, and I'm like, oh, hell no, nah, man. I, I just, I, I wanted to do it, but I just, I couldn't do it at that moment. And so we drive back to the house. Um, they, they end up coming back. I stay back at the house. And at this point in time, I'm like tripping out. I go and take myself like a shower and I'm just like trying to think to myself, I can't believe this is, this is all going down. Like this happened and, you know, and they come back and, um, they dropped my friend off and we end up, we're going to stay the night over at their house and we're going to sleep in the living room. Um, the girlfriend and the mom go to sleep in their own rooms. And again, my friend Levi's like, Hey dude, you want to go, uh, mess around again with, uh, the mom? And I'm like, what? No way, dude. There's no way she's going to do this again, man. And she's sleeping and stuff. I said, no way. He's like, man, just, uh, you know, don't worry. I'll, uh, haul her back at you. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, here we go again. So sure as heck, he ends up calling me back to the room and, you know, she's sitting there giving him a blow job and she's, he's telling me to get behind her and start doing stuff with her. And I'm, so I get behind her and I do my thing and needless to say it was crazy and um one hell of an experience we both woke up the next morning like oh my gosh i can't believe we did this and the craziest shit is that i end up the next weekend they come and pick me up from my house in palmdale to take us to magic mountain and i gotta hang out with her at magic mountain and act like nothing ever happened which we did okay with it and it never got brought up and nothing ever, ever happened again. But my gosh, that was one of my crazy experiences. Definitely. All right. So that was kind of a crazy story from my uh, summer going into my um, sophomore year. And my sophomore year, well, my sophomore year, it was 96 to uh, 97. And... Uh, this is kind of the year that I started getting into the party scene and stuff like that because uh, I had done really good in freshman football. So being that I did so well in freshman football, they went ahead and brought me up to varsity my sophomore year along with four other of my buddies. And so I got to, you know, start hanging out with all the, the older guys who already were driving and stuff like that. And you know, when I started my sophomore year, I wasn't driving. Um, so it was kind of cool getting to hang out with the older kids, all with the cars. But I mean, that would end up putting me to where we would go into some major parties. Uh, we'd do all these little hotel parties. We used to sleep in my buddy's van all the time. I mean, my gosh, we partied a lot as my sophomore year. And you're like, well, where's your parents? Well, my parents thought I was, you know, just spending the night at someone's house. And I was being a good kid because, you know, I got decent grades and stuff like that. But I definitely love to party. And my, you know, my mom and stepdad, I think it was easier for them just to say, hey, go ahead and go, you know, hang out with your friends. Because 
I probably would have been a little shit had I not, you know, got to go hang out with my friends. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? Let's see here. Oh, um, my sophomore year is kind of where I met my, um, high school sweetheart. Um, and once I met her is kind of when I went from that party mode into kind of the simp mode and started spending all my time with her and her family. And, um, I really, you know, got to like into her family and, um, it was my first love. So, um, we definitely, we did a lot together. We went, we would hung out, we hung out a lot. We'd go like to magic mountain and go out to the movies, hang out at the park, little things like that. Go to the beach, you know, um, I spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time with her and, um, oh, like we'd go to little cheerleading competitions and cause she was a cheerleader and her sisters, um, one of her sisters was in gymnastics and, um, the other one, she was into, um, soccer and they both had a lot going on and we used to go travel with them and watch all their games and stuff like that. So it was kind of interesting. And I mean, Obviously, we <clears throat> we were very sexual, um, probably for that age, um, up to the point where eventually, <clears throat> this was my sophomore year, um, I would find out that my girlfriend, she was pregnant, and she's about 15 years old, a cheerleader, and um, we're like, oh my gosh, you know, freaking out, didn't want to tell our parents, um, you know, it just wasn't a good good situation. I know she was totally distraught about it. We had to do a lot of talking and and deciding on what we wanted to do um, because I know at some point in time that they had talked about possibly um, having an abortion. And the way I was raised, I just was, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't really for it. And I was, you know, willing to make up for the mistake that I made and, and take care of this baby. But, um, you know, eventually... Um, during all this time, after we tell our parents, our parents kind of freak out and, and get upset with us and we kind of go through it. And then I, like a couple months later, or not even a couple months, maybe weeks later after talking to our parents, she calls me up crying one day, telling me that she had a miscarriage and, um, that the, you know, she just went to the bathroom and the baby, you know, whatever, she just ended up having it all in the bathroom. And I was like, oh my gosh, felt totally horrible for her. And it just sucked. And so it was kind of a crazy experience for the two of us. And, um, I was just there for her through that part of it. And I stopped wrestling, um, because wrestling got to be too much for me. Um, and I think I was just so concentrated on her that I was like, football is enough. But, um, anyways, that was kind of, um, my sophomore year, my sophomore year, uh, playing football, um, it was a little bit of a new experience for me because I had always been used to being a starter, starting on both sides of the ball. Now I'm, you know, a young dude playing on the varsity team. Um, they basically kind of had me on special teams and I was kind of like a second string to a senior guy on the, um, as a left guard on the O-line. And, um, there was like a preseason a game or something he ended up getting hurt and that was about the only time I actually got to go play in some real good games 
Um, I even got to the point where I was kind of upset with my coach because um, I wasn't used to playing as much. So I kind of was like, dang, man, I really want to go down to play junior varsity football because down there I'm sure I'd start and, and get to play, you know, as much as I could. So they eventually kind of uh, gave me my wish and let me go down. And when I went down, I just kind of was dominating and just really – hitting guys hard and the practice momentum wasn't the same. The speed wasn't the same. So, um, I just wasn't, I, I, I felt like I made a mistake and I'm like, damn, man, I shouldn't have done this. So I kind of talked shit to the, some of the guys on the junior varsity team and rightfully so they stood up for the, you know, everybody. And I'm just like, you guys, you know, are dogging it out here and you ain't shit and all this stuff. And we end up getting into it and, I basically end up having them go back to my varsity coach and say, you know what? It's fine. I, I, I you know, I want to come back. I've made a mistake and um, they let me come back. So I only went down to JV for like one practice and <laughs> it was enough for me to realize that level was, um, you know, I was, I was ready for the next level, but that's pretty much how my sophomore year went. And uh, we'll go ahead and get on into the junior here next. All right, so my junior years, which were uh, 90 years uh, 1997 through 98, my junior year pretty much kind of started off how my sophomore year ended. I was pretty much, you know, with my girlfriend, um, being a little simp, kind of hanging out with her, uh, maybe going to some parties here and there. Um, but um, football would be a big difference because now I'm um, a junior and I don't have a senior in front of me that's a starter anymore. And I basically am the starter and, um, I get to play a lot of, uh, a lot more football on both sides of the ball. They had me playing a uh, left guard on offense and then I was defensive tackle on, um, on uh, defense. So, um, and that year, uh, I, you know, I ended up having a really good year too. I, uh, got named, uh, uh, most, uh, most improved, and within the team, and then I made the second team all golden league, so not bad for uh, you know, hanging in there as a sophomore. Now, you know, my junior year, I get to go, you know, do some work, and it definitely pays off kind of being patient and you know, going with the process, even though I didn't really like it. Um, now I would end up this junior year breaking up with the, the my high school sweetheart. Um, we kind of like started, you know, growing apart, I would say. And I also started having interest in other girls and, you know, um, I was flirting with another girl in the class. And I mean, I think a lot of my attention started getting off of her and, you know, we had just, you know, been so much of each other's life that we kind of forgot about everything around us for so long. And I think eventually it was just like, you know, you know, about midway through my junior year, I'm just like, you know what, boom. Uh, I, I need to be single, man, you know, and I need to go enjoy this world, like all these girls and stuff like that. And I'm just stuck with one. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so uh, we broke up and uh, would be, you know, uh, pretty much single and just kind of date girls all the way through the rest of my high school uh, time. Uh, but anyways, my junior year, I would, uh, end up taking the ASVAB, which is, uh, basically, 
um, a test to get into the military. They kind of, you know, they kind of rate and see where you are and your score kind of determines what kind of job you would eventually get into and stuff like that. Well, listen, when I went to go take that test, I had no interest whatsoever of joining the military. It was purely like, oh, four hours of getting out of class. My ex-girlfriend, who I kind of still, you know, I kind of still had a thing for her, my high school sweetheart, I knew she was taking it. So I thought it'd be a good opportunity just to go hang out and ditch class, go hang out with her. And uh, I didn't really take the test too, too serious. I mean, I obviously took it... uh, I took it seriously enough to where I actually passed it because that ASVAB test would be eventually what would get me into the Marines, but we'll get to that eventually. But, uh, anyhow, those are kind of my highlights from my junior year. Um, you know, I did a lot more once I kind of broke up with the girlfriend, I got back into partying life and, um, you know, hanging out with the boys and, and kind of getting back to my old self and, um, not being such a simp and dedicating myself to one person, which I mean, looking back at it now, obviously kind of wasted my time, right? I probably should have spent a little more time with the boys cause I'm not with her now. And, um, but you know, so, Hey, if you're listening to this now and maybe you're wasting time on someone, hear me out. If you feel like you're wasting time, maybe you should stop wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Anyways, let's go ahead and uh, finish that up, and we'll get on to the senior year. All right, so finally, we're here to my senior year when I'm a big man on campus. (laughs) This is uh, years 98 through 99. I graduated in uh, 1999. So, you know, going, you know, into each year, I always have a great story. So my summer going into my senior year, you're going to like this story. This is a story where I get caught up with my mom catching me and my little sister in my backyard smoking marijuana. So during the summertime, um, I, where we lived, we had a really nice house. We had like, um, speakers in the backyard that had misters, a jacuzzi, a pool, a barbecue, all that good stuff. So, you know, we thought it would be fun when my mom's not my mom and stepdad they both went to work every day during the summertime like normal people have to do they didn't get a summer break so they had to go to work and I thought it'd be a good opportunity to throw a little kickback with the buddies so I had all my friends come over I had my sister and one of her friends over and uh, at this time my sister it's um, her eighth grade summer year, so she's getting ready to be a freshman um, when this is all going down this summer. And so we're all having a good time barbecuing in the backyard. My friends bring over some carne asada. My one buddy's over there barbecuing. I have a friend inside the house at the dinner table um, rolling a blunt, and we got a bong in a the circle at the table and we're just passing the bong around and you know i have some friends swimming in the pool we got the music going we're having a good old time and uh as we're partying and stuff like uh the misters are kind of getting out of hand so i'm i'm i go over to where the little hose bib is to turn down the um misters as i'm turning down the misters uh i i'm going back and i i 
just look over at the the sliding glass door and i just see my mom's head poking out and she's just like brian what are you doing as in the peripheral here when i'm looking at my mom i'm seeing my mom dead ass looking pissed as fuck and then my peripherals i have my little sister over here just ripping the bong passing it blowing out smoke to her friend and my mom is just sitting there at the door and i mean like i think for me time just stops and i don't hear nothing but just her pure pissed off at me and and she's just freaking out telling everybody to get the hell out of the house and i'm in so much trouble and she's telling my sister get up to her room and my sister's you know obviously freaking out because she's high and paranoid and and uh, it just turned into a huge thing and my mom kicks everybody out and and all my friends they take all their stuff and they pack up and um, some of them drove and they just went ahead and went to a park down the street from my house and um my mom just was telling me how much trouble I'm in and uh, that I'm grounded and I better not, you know, leave the house. And, oh, I was just like, oh, great. So she goes back to work and, you know, do I do I stay home and listen to what she says? No. <laughs> I go to the park, meet up with my friends, and we're tripping out. And my mom caught us all. And, you know, it just uh, didn't go very well. And um, <laughs> uh, my friends... They still talk to the, about that story to this day when I run into them, and uh, it was pretty freaking funny. But uh, anyway, so my senior year, I'm I'm top dog. I finally, you know, I'm the senior on the the football team, and um, I'm starting both ways. I'm the captain. Um, my first opening game, I uh, get myself in trouble. Because, uh, of course, you know, I'm sitting here just manhandling guys and pushing them down to the ground. And when I push this one kid down to the ground in one of the plays, I used his face mask to get up off the ground. And then the ref threw me out of the game. And I kind of was pissed and threw a fit on the sideline and threw my helmet and shit. Because when you get injected from one game, then you get uh, you can't play in the very the game the next week so i'm like gosh damn it's my senior year here i am first game halfway through get kicked out now i have to miss my second game total disappointment but you know that wouldn't define my whole season because i i ended up having a really great season um that year i was uh, first team all golden league i made the all valley press team and i was able to play in the all-star game so um it was a really good year for me. I had been getting letters, too, from colleges up to this point. Uh, nothing real serious, like uh, Kalu University, um, Woodier College. This is real small um, schools. Um, the biggest one uh, letter that I got was from Hawaii. Um, but, you know, I think at the time, you know, at that point in my life, I was kind of uh, set on um, partying and, and, you know, stuff like that. So I don't think that I was dedicated enough to get myself into college. Um, which, you know, in some ways I, I wish I kind of would have, but, uh, you know, I don't live my life in regrets, but anyways, back to the senior year. Um, shoot, man, spent a lot of time partying my senior year cause uh, I was a single kid. I was out, uh, you know, when, Every football, every after every Friday night, we'd go 
party, you know, somewhere, someone's house. Um, every Friday night there was a party after every game. Um, you know, we kind of live in a small valley. There's quite a few high schools, so uh, all the kids would all meet up, and um, it was pretty fun, you know. Uh, got in a lot of trouble, uh, managed to get out of a lot of trouble. Um, but uh, I was also working. Um, I worked at a clothing store called uh, Bugle Boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, did kind of uh, clothing, retail services, stuff like that. Worked the register. Um, kind of did that for a little bit. And then um, what else? My senior prom, I ended up going solo. Uh, didn't really want to go with anybody. I had um, kind of reached back out to my ex-girlfriend before uh, prom. And I was going to take her to my senior prom and stuff but we got to talking and come to find out that she back in the day didn't have a miscarriage she actually had an abortion and i was news to me and i didn't know that that's kind of the decision she ended up making um i was pretty upset about that so uh that kind of put a little bit of uh i would say a you know a thorn in between the two of us and we ended up i ended up not wanting to go to grad um to um prom with anybody i enjoyed going solo i got to dance with all the girls and not i, I was watching some of my buddies who had dates getting in trouble because they weren't spending enough time with their dates and it just didn't look like a lot of fun i was having a damn good time going solo so no regrets there being uh, solo on my senior prom whatsoever <laughs> so um then we go ahead and we're gonna get down into graduation um I had a pretty big graduating classes. It was over 560 graduating students, probably. Um, for my grad night, typically for grad night, where I, the high school I would go, they would uh, take everybody to Disneyland um, right after you graduated. They put you on a bus, you go to Disneyland, and you stay to Disneyland till like, I don't know, two in the morning or something. And then they drove back. And I don't think they were back at the school till like six. Well, I kind of uh, didn't really want to do that because I had a lot of older friends and stuff that weren't going that I hung out with and they were all partying. So I kind of chose to go hang out with them dudes. Um, so after I graduated, I went out to eat with my family at a Mexican restaurant that we absolutely love and um, ate with them and, you know, got to celebrate with my uh mom and stepdad and my grandparents and my sister and my little bro um so uh, after i got done eating dinner went out with the boys and uh this that night was the first time i think i ever tried smoking some coke which um not a fan of it because i man shit i wasn't all about staying up all night and you know i like to sleep but uh, that stuff, man, it kept me up. We all stayed up all night that night and just partied and partied and um, <laughs> partied until it was time to go to back to the school. We had to go back to the school by 6 or 7 in the morning and go pick up our diplomas. And uh, so I had uh, my boys drive me over to go get my diploma. And then I got my diploma and boom, man, I was a high school grad. And... Uh, that's a good place for us to end this 
episode. It's perfect time because right after this, I'm going to get into how and why I ended up in the Marine Corps and how my Marine Corps life was. So I hope you guys uh, tune in to that and I hope you guys like what you're listening to so far. Um, and once again, you're listening to Every Day is a Saturday with Brian Roof. Hope to hear from you guys again.